The ACC saw three teams land in the AP Top 25. We'll talk about whether or not Clemson should have been ranked higher than Florida State, given, you know, they are ACC champions. We'll also talk about who potentially got snubbed from the AP poll all of today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod, and make sure you give us a nice follow on our Twitters, respectfully. And make sure that you, from time to time, let us know how you're feeling in those YouTube comments. And while you're there, you might as well give us a subscription. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions do apply. Kenton, what's going on? AP Top 25. I feel like we're already starting with spice here in the ACC. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And it's reflecting something that I talked about that a lot of people don't want to hear, but we we kind of have to get into it in terms of there the negative buzz around the ACC is so greatly exaggerated. And for what? For what what is the reason? What is the the thought behind like this this thought that the ACC is just this terrible tier that's so far below all the others? But we'll get into it. Let's let's get into it. You know, as someone who's grown up an ACC kid, like I have probably stories connected to damn near each and every school. It's amazing to me just how we are an afterthought or a dying conference. I get the TV deal and all the things are bad, but you have these are podunk universities, which is just forever going to be mind boggling for me. I want to know what what did the Big Twelve do <laughs> that that has everybody so high on them? We're like, oh, this is going to be a great conference. This conference is is going to be a man. I, I really genuinely want to know. Besides the addition of UCF, because I think that was a great get. I, I've been saying for quite some time that the ACC need to get UCF. But other than that, I want to know what the Big 12 has done. It's just like they're comfortable. They're secure. They're a rock in this thing. They're going to be the third power conference. The ACC is out to die. Like, what? Yeah. Our TV deal is going to pay more than theirs at some points during the deal, according to projections. So what what's going on here? A thousand percent. Well, three ACC teams are trying to hold it down on a national standpoint. They have landed in the AP top 25. You've got Florida State at number eight, Clemson at number nine, and North Carolina at number 21 to start out the season. No, no one has played yet. They're all just giving predictions based on last year performances and a couple of returners and what people think that will happen this season. But, you know, for three teams out of 25, it's pretty clear how we're feeling about the ACC right now in terms of grand scale. I would say, though, it's nice to see not just Clemson and everybody else. Absolutely. These teams getting in, more teams getting in and and being thought of is always important. That's always a good thing. You're never going to hear me saying, oh, my God, what a terrible thing it is that we have teams that are thought of and highly regarded. Um, but with that being said, even the teams that they highly regard and all that, you leave you kind of scratch your head at some points in time. Like, are we, did we watch the same teams? 
Did we watch the same games? What are we looking at? What's the criteria for this to be judged? And I noticed the Associated Press poll, which means that these polls are made up of hundreds of voters and whatnot. But I, you know, it, certain things just leave you kind of, uh, you sure about that? You sure about that? And having Florida State at number eight, we have talked about throughout this entire preseason, offseason talk, summer talk, uh, just how much pressure is on this Florida State team, Coach Mike Norvell, Jordan Travis, Johnny Wilson and company. There's a lot to be said about Jared Verse in that defense. Now everyone's buying what you're selling, Mike Norvell. How much pressure do you feel like is on the Seminoles to get things done, especially considering people are turning the page and essentially saying that this team is back? Uh, An immense amount of pressure an immense amount of pressure there them being the number eight team in the ACC or the number eight team in the nation uh, being the front runner in the ACC. That says something that means something that for whatever reason, people now believe in Florida state at not just a high level, but at the highest level of all the teams in the conference. And I understand that they have certain questions answered that maybe uh, Clemson doesn't, but it's, it's a, it's a situation where, you know, lots of people are giving Florida state love and now They've got to act upon that. They've got to do good things because if they don't, I mean, you're you're going to run into some problems. You're going to run into some serious problems being a team that um, has been shown this love but cannot live up to their name or the hype that came with it. And I think also just with what has happened this offseason and their disdain for wanting to be in the ACC, wanting to be bigger and better, boy, if you have never needed to have a good season – this is the do not come to any of our your ACC counterparts and not be great, right? That is just fuel for their fire to say, oh, you want to leave so bad, but you can't even win the championship. You want to win so bad, but you can't even compete in college football playoff. Like this was if there was ever a year <laughs> where you have built all the smoke, you have puffed your chest, you have let us know that you are bigger, better, and better and shouldn't be here. This is the year where you better deliver. I also think that it's uh, because of the new distribution model that rewards success, right? This is a team, number eight in the nation, a team that's not even really a dark horse per se in terms of the college football playoff race. So if you are placed in that lane of, hey, you want more money, you're arguing, screaming, yelling, crying, and throwing up for more money, and there's an opportunity to make more money via going to the playoff, going to a New Year's five, uh, New Year's Six Bowl, all that good stuff, and you don't make it, sit there and eat your food. Man. Sit there and eat your food quietly. Eat your vegetables and don't say nothing. Don't say Y'all better nothing. be in a prayer circle every week, making sure all your starters and your dogs are tip-top shape. Uh, this, if there was ever a locked-in year, this has to be the one for you. Now – you talk about our defending ACC champions who we'll get in this debate in just a second, but just speaking solely on Clemson, a team that won ACC's last year, maybe mm-hmm. because there isn't a strong conference, you can make that debate for yourself, but Clemson at number nine, has Clemson taken a tick back? We're so used to them being a top five program and people being really high on them. And because we don't have a Trevor Lawrence, a Deshaun Watson at the helm, people are like, oh, they've taken a notch back. They've fallen since, you know, they have these new offensive coordinator, but we don't know what he can bring or what kind of offense he's going to dial up. Do you think Clemson is sort of getting snuffed a little bit with their number nine ranking? You know, I get what people are saying in terms of they lost their leading passer in DJU. They they lose uh, some of their best pass rushers in terms of uh, I believe Miles Murphy is in the NFL now. I'm, I'm you know you're looking up and saying hey they they've got a few guys that are no longer there and all that good stuff. But the reality is 
they're still returning a ton, a ton. Like this is not Clemson is at that stage where they don't do four rebuilds. They don't do three, four years of, Hey, we've got to be bad for the next couple of years. And then we'll get back good again on the back end of this thing. They're at the point where it's just like, Oh boy, three first rounders. Great. Let's reload and do it all over again. Oh boy. We've, we've uh, had a great season where we went to a national championship. Great. Let's reload and do it all over again. Oh boy. Deshaun Watson's gone. Let's reload with the Trevor Lawrence. Oh boy, Trevor Lawrence is going. Let's reload with a K Klubnik or you know, whatever the case may be. And so um the there are questions about this team for sure. You know, Clemson is known for having a dominant pass rush, not a dominant pass rusher. There's mm-hmm. a difference between the two. A dominant pass rusher, one player that's an impact player changes the game. A dominant pass rush, however you decide to do it, be it via the blitz, be it via rushing four, be it um whatever you do, you're known for getting home. That's what Clemson's known for. And that I think that that's a, a benefit of theirs in terms of looking at uh, what we have, what we had last season with their team and, and what could be uh, this season. This is this is a team that, you know, you say to yourself, your leading sack man is gone. It's OK. The next guy behind him had one less sack. You're not looking at yeah. a situation where it's a 20 sack guy and then you've got like two, three guys that are like, oh, yeah, they got six sacks each. This is a team that have multiple guys that were, you know, getting to the quarterback at a high level. They could uh, draw blitzes with some of the best of them. And so with that being said, Tyler Davis is going to have to play a vital role on the inside. Um, They're going to have to have that receiving room step up and do good things to help Cade out. And Cade's going to have to take a huge step forward. He's going to have to take a huge step forward. But that can be anticipated after an entire offseason of being QB1, an entire offseason of knowing you're the guy. And I think more so than that, you know, they know how to step up to the plate because there was so much talk about, oh, well, what are you guys going to be like without Brett Venables? Your defense yeah. is going to take a tick back. You're not going to be of the same caliber. You're not going to be this great Clemson team. They said, all right, anyway, you know, now you have this new offensive coordinator who y'all said the offense was a problem last year. They weren't clicking. And now you have someone who people are very highly regarding in Garrett Riley. So I think that ultimately it's going to be about Clemson just, you know, hushing all the noise removing all like what the naysayers are saying and locking in and just reminding people as if they didn't know just how good Clemson is. But before we get into that, of course, we talk about Clemson. We talk about Florida State. We talk through, you know, just why we think that this ranking might be a little controversial. We'll talk about North Carolina here in just a second. But, you know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for for your team faster and for free. Go to LinkedIn Jobs to get the right candidates. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Clemson and Florida State have been the talk of the town in regards to the rankings and the differenti- differential treatment that sometimes Clemson may get over Florida State and vice versa. But, hey, listen, at the end of the day, it is what it is, eight and nine. Do you feel like Florida State should have been ranked higher than Clemson? I, I can't. You got to beat the man to beat the man. And Florida State hasn't beat the man yet. You know what I mean? And by all means, if they whoop the wheels off them this year, I can see it. It makes sense. If they do what needs to be done and get it done this year, hey, more power to you. But they they just simply haven't beat the man to, to a level to where I'm like, hey, this team 
has not only beaten Clemson, they've also gotten to the conference championship. They also won the conference championship. Again, it's been a while. It's been a while. I had a full flourishing head of hair last time Florida State won the ACC, with all due respect. It's been a little bit, you know. So the reality is very simple for me in, in looking at these teams and saying, hey, it's Florida State. You got to beat the man. You got to do the thing. Kenton, we always talk about how Dabo needs that push, that fake, they don't like us, target on our back push. Mm-hmm. Putting Florida State above Clemson was mm-hmm. the hater energy yeah. Yeah. that Dabo needed to have those <sighs> make those guys feel like, listen, they don't believe in you guys. You guys are the underdogs. They put a team that's you ha- you've beaten t- over and over again ahead, and look at them. They still don't give you the respect you deserve. So go out there and win national championship. Like the, you can't write it better. You can't write it better. And the worst part about it, the worst part about it, is I, I have to agree with Dabo now. <laughs> I have to sit here and say they're disrespecting this Clemson team. I understand the mentality of what have you done for me lately and all that. But if you're looking around the conference, who else has done anything lately? Who else has won one? Who else has even pushed for one? Outside of Pitt in the COVID year, nobody has been close. Yeah. And actually, now that I think about it, it was the year after COVID, wasn't it? It was. The year, yeah, the year after COVID. <laughs> it wasn't COVID. Okay. So, so, but that's my point. Nobody else has been close. And it's like, it's like, I hate to agree with Dabo that like it seems like teams, it not just the teams, it seems like the media here was waiting on their chance to put somebody in front of Clemson. Because again, how? How? What what are you what are you basing this on? With all due respect, if I haven't seen, if I've seen y'all play each other year after year after year, and you put the smackdown on the team year after year after year. How do I just up in one day say that team's better than you? And trust me, I understand the historical context. I get it. I understand that. But this is the, the, the teams of the past don't walk out on the field with you. For Virginia Tech, I promise you, Mike, they can't walk through that door. And everybody knows that. So Camp, why Camp Chancellor's at, not work, walking through that defensive door. So, and, and there's no disrespect. I was just using Virginia Tech as an example because, obviously, quarterback has been Don't a problem. Don't jump us. <laughs> it's, it's been a problem position over there for quite some time. But you get the point. For Florida State, Jameis ain't walking through that door. It, it, it's, it's not happening. It's not – there, don't don't jump us, you know. I mean, Tra- Jordan Travis for Heisman, you know how you know how they feel. Okay, it's yeah. the truth. Ernie Sims ain't walking through that door, and it's not to say that they don't have great players in their own regard right now. They do, they do. I think everybody knows how high I am on Jared Verse. If you've ever heard me talk about Jared Verse, some people have said I had a crush on the man. He's a great looking man and all. That's not the way I roll, but he's a dog. Love him. Love his film. Love watching him play. But the reality is, again, to me, to me. You got to beat the man to be the man. They ain't beat the man, so I'm not ready to call you the man. Yeah, a thousand percent agree there. And I just, I, I can't, I, to your point, have to agree with Dabo. The energy there is for being the target on the back. No one believed in us. Everyone doubted us. We are the underdogs, and let's go get them. And that's why they're going to go get them. And the, the story writes for itself. I think that it's ultimately going to be a good and exciting time for the conference that there is this high-level competition and you don't have just Clemson and everybody else. So we'll definitely see how those chips fall where they may. But, you know, ultimately, I I don't know. Do you have anybody you see coming out on top in this regard? Do you, are you still going strong with the Clemson pick over Florida State? I mean, yeah. I 
okay. So I know I joke about like, oh, I had a strong head of hair and all that good stuff. Um, in reality, the last time Florida State beat Clemson, I want to say was twenty what fourteen or so. Like again, I'm if we're seeing a situation where it's like, hey, Florida State has done the thing, they've unseated them, all that good stuff. I'm not gonna be mad at that. Yeah, I'm not gonna be mad at that. But again. It's tough for me to say, hey, this team that has had your number, that's taking you to the woods yet, time after time after time after time, now all of a sudden, I believe that you're better than them. That's that's tough. That's a But from an offensive standpoint, I would give – I'm strong on Clemson, but I see where you get, from a Florida State perspective, dialing into Jordan Travis and his veteran leadership and Johnny Wilson and that backfield. I get why you are high on them at the moment or why folks are so high on them. Yeah, I can understand it. I'm not, listen, Florida State's backfield, loaded. Multiple backs, that can do it. Jordan Travis, finished last year, excellently. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I still struggle to say, you're the guy until you beat the guy. I I still struggle with that. I still struggle with that, and I struggle to say, they're the team. Base Jiren is in here bringing the facts of, you know, they ain't beat a ranked team in quite some time, but very seriously, even beyond ranked team, I want to see you beat the best, the best that this conference has to offer. Again, this is no disrespect to how they ended last year. You can only play who's in front of you. And they dominated that end of season schedule. Mm-hmm. But again, you got to beat the man. You got to beat the man. And now you're not giving the man ammo and said, oh, well, y'all, y'all might not be as good as Florida State. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Let's talk about who got snubbed in the AP Top 25 poll. We have Florida State. We have Clemson, North Carolina, number 21. Not really a snub because I feel like, you know, they should be happy to be there. People are very high on Drake May. So the fact that they even got ranked with that defense, I know it's stressing Kenton out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very stressful for me. Um, I, you know, uh, nobody has ever accused me of loving on the Tar Heels too much. (laughs) Nobody's ever accused me of such a thing. Sure. But very seriously, I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't, with all due respect, it's it's tough for me to see, understand, and get that type of deal there. Because again, if every game is going to be a race of 40, you can hope for the best. You really can. You really can. Wake Forest had success with it a few years ago. They did. They, they did. did. They, they had a, a good little run there. That is not a sustainable or guaranteed way to get it done. It's not. It's 100%. not. And the stories that I'm hearing out of out of Gab over there, that defense is not um I I did not have confidence before and I'm not like, oh wow, they're doing what now? Oh, the offense is really having a tough time. No such thing has inspired confidence in that defense so far. But at least this isn't like before where it's like, hey, we've got a great quarterback, so we're gonna be ranked in the top five or ten here, because that's yeah, that's that's a scary situation. You know, the only other team that I feel like could be in com- conversation around being in top 25 would be NC State. And I say that because I think they have all the, you know, strong weapons on offense. Just a couple of returners there definitely has some bad departures. Defensive, you're stacked. You have all the things. Peyton Wilson, 50th time he's going to play this season. Cool. If Brendan Armstrong didn't have the year that he did last year, I see the ranking. But it's because of that jacked up year is why I feel like they're taking a step back and having to really prove themselves. But if Brendan Armstrong had had a Virginia of old type of year, then they definitely would be in the conversation. 
Oh, of course, of course. But honestly, honestly, I here's the thing that of why I'm confused that there are not more teams in the top 25. We all know, and this is with all due respect, when you get toward the back end of that top 25, uh, you could have some teams in there that are a little unserious. Okay, a little unserious. That Iowa offense, that Iowa offense, you know, let's just, let's keep it a stat. Let's keep it a band here, okay? <laughs> if we put together a defense that was filled with just the hosts, just the best hosts from the Locked On Podcast Network, I don't know if they could drop 30 points on us. I, I And that's not a joke. That's, that's not hyperbole. Uh, there's a good amount of former athletes in there. And um, if Ferentz's son wasn't the offensive coordinator, he wouldn't have a job. So I'm not sure about Iowa. How did they get in there? Like that's, and I was not the only team. All I'm saying is the ACC deserved more representation. And I feel like this is a symptom of the fact that everybody has like thrown the ACC this label of y'all are a conference in panic. Y'all are a conference that's falling apart. You can't do anything right. The, your, your ice ain't as cold as ours. Your, your Sprite ain't as Sprite as ours. You can't do nothing the way that we do it because you're the ACC. And it's like, knock it off. Stop it. Stop it. It's okay because when we come out being McDonald's Sprite this season, I want I want all apologies in full. I'm going to tell you this. When we, when everybody thought that that Florida State was still terrible, they went out and beat LSU. LSU then goes on to represent uh, their side Come of the SEC in the SEC championship. You know? So so what what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like there, and that's not the only example. Everybody talks about how good the Big 12 is. Recently, very recently, I want to say in the last two to three years, the Big 12 had a, a season where every team that they played in the Sun Belt, they lost to. <laughs> Including, and that's including the Big 12s, one of their champions, one of their division champs played a Sunbelt team and lost. So where are we getting this idea that, oh, the, the ACC is just so bad. They're just so terrible. They're just so awful. Like, what are we doing here? What yeah. are we? Well, you know, it's crazy because Brett Venables left. Oklahoma was supposed to be this great thing and turn everything around. And the Big 12 was blah, 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 blah. So my buddy, what do you think you're going to do in the SEC? Huh, to, I got news for you. For half the teams that think they're going to fight, fight their way to new tooth and nail to be relevant in the in the SEC, I got I got some news for you. Come over here on this side, where like yes, we have some very quality programs who are going to have decent seasons. And I know people are pissed because like we're high on Duke, or we feel like Duke is going to be a strong team. It doesn't mean we're gonna they're gonna blow out the water, but is it because of things like that? Like okay, Duke is actually halfway decent in football, therefore. ACC must be bad. Louisville, you know, is the middle of the road. Therefore, ACC must be bad. Clemson is the only one that's good. Therefore, it must be dwindling off. Like, just pick pick a side. Stay on it. Stay on 10 toes. Let's see how the season transpires. But that's that's almost every conference for the most part. Like, and and I know that the, the, the Pac-12 is now the four-pack. But let's look at the Pac-12 the past few years. Conference of Champions. I'm confused. That was literally their name. And And who from over there? Were you thinking like, oh yeah, they're gonna make the playoff this year? They, they're gonna do it. Who was their team? No. Who was their team? The Big Twelve. Again, I'm gonna go back to them because the Big Twelve. We gotta have some talks. We gotta have you some got conversations. Some beef. You got some beef. Yeah. I I just have beef with the way the ACC is being treated because it's not fair. Even if we look at the Big Ten, outside of three teams, three teams. If you drop off Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State in the the ACC, I'm not. 
I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at your belief that they could win the ACC. I'm not mad at you. You know what I mean? Hey, Penn State got a cast that got number one corner in the nation over there. Hey, I ain't mad at you. Shout out to Mr. King. Do your thing, baby. But <laughs> but uh, outside of them, who else? Wisconsin? Iowa? Hello. Minnesota? What? Child. Let's get you into can't say Purdue. They ain't got their coach no more, and they ain't got Jack Plummer, who everybody loves so much now over there. So who is who is gonna be in? Yeah, let's let's read some of these comments here. One from Base Jiren. Is it Jiren? I'm. It's, yeah, it's Jiren. Giving... It's a character from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Jiren. Okay, mm-hmm. I was giving Jira. Now you know Jesus all the things. Mm-hmm. The media gave mm-hmm. Corny S. Dabo ammo to motivate his team. Agreed. Listen. <sighs> They actually did. They actually did. And we I'm hate mad. to see it. We hate to see it. If you've ever seen the meme of Denzel Washington playing Malcolm X where he slaps the table, that's me right now. <laughs> I'm slapping the table in disgust and anguish because y'all actually gave him the rights to be mad. Johnny Blaze is on that. Must be on that ooey because Miami is going to bounce back to at least an eight and four this season. Johnny, what you you must be having that good good over there because my bro, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Uh, you know, it's possible. That's their ceiling. That's their ceiling for me. Eight and four? That's their ceiling. All that, right. that If everything goes right for Miami, I can see eight and four. Yeah. Boy, yeah. do not let Miami have the season that everyone thinks Florida State is going to have. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, we. Oh, we. Oh, my God. The state of Florida would never be the same. They're going through enough down there. You can't let that happen. You can't <laughs> oh, let that happen, too. my God. Lord, Jesus. Do not Lord. let... Miami sneakily have the season that everyone thinks Florida State is going to have. CD said, I'm so looking forward to FSU falling on their face. All bark, zero bite. Pitt 2021 ACC champs are winning it in 2023. Listen, Ken Gibbs is high on Pitt. Quiet as can. He's a big yeah. Narduzzi guy. Love Narduzzi. Love Not Narduzzi impossible. Love Not impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Pitt has a better crack at it than a lot of teams – I'll tell you this, Pitt has a better chance at it than UNC, in my opinion. And that's that's not a joke. That's oh, 100% agree. That's 100% not something agree. that I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared to say. Like, I give me Pat Narduzzi's defense with North with with Drake May. Whew. All right. Whew. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. If you look at their quarterback situation, right? Or if you look at the situation of what is their quote unquote weakness, if you look at um uh Fields or COVID. Do you think that he is better or worse than what you would say is as a quarterback equivalent to what North Carolina's defense is? Mm-hmm. To me, that's not even hard. Like, it's not even close. Phil, even when he's bad, is like he makes a forced throw here or there, but he's average. Was he bad he's... or did he just have a bad offensive line? Oh, that offensive he got line frustrated. Was that, that offensive <laughs> line was god awful. They was were so he bad, bad or was he just frustrated? Listen. But yeah, that's but that's my point. That's my point. Yeah. Like I feel more comfortable with Narduzzi's defense and Phil Dracovic than I do with Drake May and UNC's defense. Well, I'm just a defense girl in general because I feel like a defense can help you remain in games and somehow, some way, you're always going to be able to score. I just I don't see teams like struggling that mightily. So to me, it's about how defense wins championships. I, I truly believe that. North Carolina? <sighs> just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Base Jarwin says, not only will Miami go eight and four, they are beating UNC and NC State too. That's how I know Johnny just gave you that ooey because I think that's aggressive. <laughs> Again, a little aggressive. I, I'll, I'll tell you this: in Miami's ceiling scenario, those are likely. In their most likely scenario, no, <laughs> no. Stop. Unless, unless Mario doing something we ain't seen, and let unless 
Tyler Van Dyke, we got to listen to Alex Dino at Locked On Miami, unless Locked On Canes, rather, unless there's been some change, you Here, know, some dynamic defense happening. Cam Kitchens might be it for me. Here's the thing. Again, I have always said this about Miami. They have always had ball players. They have always had individuals who will go on and do great things. They'll make all pro teams. They'll make all, excuse me, um, they'll make all pro teams. They'll make uh, Pro Bowl selections. They'll do all the things. They, as a team, they as a, a unit, football is known as the ultimate what sport, Miss Cooper? Team sport. The ultimate team sport. Bo Schembechler got famous with the saying, the team, the team, the team. They struggled with meshing last year and replaced half of their roster. So if they can figure out how to gel in this short amount of time, which college football is a lot about now, all of college sports is about gelling teams very quickly. If they can go ahead and figure this out, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to end on one more comment here from Chad Bracey. Instead of being mad about teams wanting to leave, maybe ask why you insist on holding on to a team that doesn't want to stay. Let NC State, UNC, Clemson, and FSU leave free and move on. Maybe let me tell you something about capitalism. (laughs) Is the mic on? Ain't nothing free over here. Ain't no lunch free. Ain't no nothing free. Ain't no such thing as free. Uh, I'm going to tell you something, okay? Fantasia Barino is one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. You okay. Understand? But you know what? I'm, free free yourself for that nine figure penalty. So. I was just about to say, but just know that freeing yourself <laughs> is not going to be free. It's not free to free yourself here. And if all of those teams leave, the estimated payout is somewhere between 300 and 500 million dollars. So at that point in time, you're looking at anywhere from 1.2 to 2 billion dollars for the remaining teams in the uh in the conference if they want to leave mr bracy i'm i'm with you because the rest of the conference just got two billion anywhere from 1.2 to two billion dollars richer not mad at it very much shrug it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys on this show it's always good to get your feedback real time and afterwards so make sure you drop in some comments we'll talk through that as we go through the week we'll prep you and get ready for what will be a great football season i cannot believe we're so close to tip off like it's it's going to be insane but i want to make sure that you are all checked up dialed in following the show wherever you listen to podcasts in the audio settings you can also hit us up on youtube you leave comments live you hit the subscription button you make sure that you're tapped in We'll talk about that and more, and maybe just maybe who might expand themselves as deadlines approach. We'll talk about all of that. Maybe tomorrow, maybe not. Maybe we'll go live again. It'll it'll be it'll be a fun time still in this preseason, doing what we want to do stage. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.